It's Izzy. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your situation, and whatever brought you here, I'm so, so grateful that you've invested your time in listening to positive content. I truly hope you gain some valuable insights from the episode. Today's podcast is all about one of the primary, the principal, the most frequent cause of negativity. Today is brought to you by expectation. Honestly, expectations are pretty much almost always the reason for us complaining, becoming annoyed, being frustrated, getting angry, being upset, sadness, grief, horror. Horror is definitely about the unexpected, even if you're in watching a horror film, right? You're not expecting it, or you're expecting it, but you just don't know how it's going to go. You're horrified because you didn't know what you were expecting. But that aside, expectation and the, d- the degree of which we have expectations can really determine how happy we are in our life. And we've talked about acceptance and allowing before, but I think maybe let's look at the flip side of that. What expectations do you have? And actually, what impact are those expectations having on your life? Now, firstly, I don't know what the sound quality is going to be like. I, about a couple, uh, three hours ago, I was packing up the car to uh, drive to Birmingham where I've got a gig, that's what I call it, a speaking engagement, um, tomorrow at a school working with year sixes. And as I was packing up the car and Jordan, my partner, was helping me, I suddenly went, oh my goodness, it's, I, I checked my phone and it, I saw that it was Thursday, which means that Friday is tomorrow, <laughs> which is podcast day. And I've been quite proud of myself, I've got to be honest, quite proud of myself for getting these out on time. And I've got to be honest, I'm enjoying them a little bit more. I'm enjoying them a little bit more. Um, it's the discipline of doing things every day, you know, like the one mile runs that I said I also do. You start to enjoy them after a while. But you've got to put in that initial initial work of doing things that you don't particularly want to, um, but because you want to reap benefits of them. So, all just as a challenge to yourself. But the reason for talking about that is that I was packing up the car to come to Birmingham, where I am now, staying in a Premier Inn. And I've got to say, it's a, it's a really lovely Premier Inn. And the person at reception was so lovely... Just remember that if you're a receptionist or somebody who is front facing towards customers, I know they say like, oh, be nice. But seriously, honestly, if I was able to to, uh, to like write a, uh, a report, I don't know what's the word that's coming to mind, um, write something on this lady. She didn't necessarily do anything that required a lot of effort. She just smiled. She seemed like she actually cared. She really sounded genuine when she wished me a lovely stay and I almost went you too because <laughs> it's what you do right until I realized that she's probably going home to her own house I don't think she stays overnight here but anyway this is where I am so uh, I think the extractor fan in the bathroom is is quite loud and there's no mic but hey if you're upset by that then this this podcast on expectations is the perfect one for you so let's 
I'm looking at a menu. I'm looking at a menu. There's a menu, sorry, on this uh, desk that I'm sitting at. And it said tuck in. Uh, I don't think that's the right word. I was, it's, what is it? Let's, let's get stuck in. But hey, let, let's change it. Let's tuck in to today's episode. Now, part of me doesn't really know where to start with this one because there are so many forms of different expectations and I can't begin to, to, <laughs> to claim that I know all of them. There are so many. We can get disappointed or upset or angry by a plethora of different expectations. For instance, right, say an expectation is pretty much where... Possibly, most of the time, you've done something or been in a certain situation multiple times. Um, Could have been your entire life, every single day, could have just been a week, could have been three days. But because you've experienced this thing or this person before, you have expectations as to what it's going to be like again. So part of the reason why if you or someone you know has got into a relationship or they're married... Why do we have a honeymoon period where or, or where everything they they can't do anything wrong, right? Yes, you can get the ick on on some people when you can see things that you don't like, but I'm talking about where you are head over heels for somebody and you really like them. And again, they they can't seem to do anything wrong. You're just besotted by everything that they do. And then you pursue things. You are together a while. And after a while, and I'm not going to specify a date, you might start to see things that you don't particularly like that start frustrating you. Um, And often, what those things are, yes, it can be things that you don't like. So say say, say you're with somebody and they always leave the toilet seat up. All right, classic example, they always leave the toilet seat up. Now, first time, you might be like, oh, do you mind putting the toilet seat down next time? Um, And then you go in and you see that it's not. Now, you expected that you wouldn't have to tell them more than once, right? You expected that telling them would be enough, that they would just remember and they would follow your instructions and they would put the toilet seat down. And remember, this can apply to anything. It can apply to not making the bed. It can apply to anything. Um, But when they do it the fifth time, right, and you've said it five times now, you're, ex- you're expecting that it's going to be down. And every time, your expectation is disappointed. Now, did the person purposefully leave the toilet seat up? They could have done. But more often than not, they're probably just in a habit of leaving up. That's all it is. But we, or you, us as humans in that situation, if we have had an expectation that has not been met, we will feel the emotion that comes with that that thing not being met, that thing not being done. Because in our heads, we would have done it or we would have had it a certain way. You jump in the car to head to work and every single day, it takes you 18 minutes to get to work. But on this particular day, there's new roadworks and so you have to wait at a traffic light for about five minutes. And then... All the traffic's really slow after that, and it ends up taking you 25 minutes. Now, realistically, that's only seven minutes later to work. But because you had the expectation that it would be as it normally is, and that wasn't met often, 
we get a little bit of road rage. We get annoyed. We get angry. We claim, oh, why today? To be honest, if it had been any day, it would have been annoying for you. Because you were not open to accepting whatever it is. You were not open to thinking, actually, maybe this change is a good thing. And maybe this, this podcast isn't about expectations. Maybe it's about change. Or the unexpected. Because I tell you what, life is not always as you plan it out. You guys know that. We all know that. Every single day, something doesn't go as we thought it would. And with the small things, we can let them go. But with the, they're not even big things, really. You know, not putting the toilet roll on. The, the, the person who was in there before you, not replacing the toilet roll. Leaving five glasses upstairs when they should have taken them down. It's usually other people or situations in life, right? We experience so much unexpected incidents and yet every time we seem shocked by it, shocked that something could possibly not go the way that we wanted it. Now that's not being self-centred, it's not meaning that you're a bad person, it's meaning that that's the way that we've all been ingrained. None of this stuff that I, I express and that I share is saying that you're a bad person. To be honest, the reason why I find positive psychology and neuroscience of well-being so interesting is because it's stuff that either we know but we've forgotten or stuff that we just didn't know but actually makes so much sense. And if we practice it or remember it, then we'll end up being a lot happier. So it's not your fault. Your family might have brought you up to get re like have the expectation that you are allowed to get angry or annoyed or upset or whatever that emotion is for you when something doesn't go your way or goes plan. Now, I don't know if this particular person listens to this podcast. If you do, let me know. Um, but I was invited to Sheffield Hallam's HR event um, as a guest speaker, which was a wonderful experience, wonderful um, to be invited. And the venue was incredible. Um, they were all very hospitable. It was, it was wonderful. Um, wonderful place but the turnout was not as the organizers had expected it was significantly less and if you've put in a lot of time effort and potentially even money to something and the result maybe it's a wedding a birthday just a general day or an event and it doesn't go as you expect it it can be really easy to feel sad or disappointed or angry or annoyed, annoyed at other people for not showing up. And this individual, that, that these individuals that had organised it, um, actually, I think, coped very, very well um, because it's not easy. It's not easy. And the thing is, is when you get angry or annoyed, you're not really always, most of the time, you're not angry at the person. That's just the emotion that comes up. Really, if you dug a little deeper you'd probably find that you're a little... that you're probably disappointed in yourself. And not necessarily for a valid reason, but most of our... <laughs> the nasty behaviour is, is the phrase I want to use, to other people, or not un unkind behaviour to other people, usually comes from a feeling of disappointment or fear of, of feeling of failure within ourselves. And once you can recognise that, you can actually ask the question to yourself, have I done anything? Have I failed at anything? Did I choose for this to go this way? No. Did I do this on purpose? No. 
did I do everything in my power that I could possibly do to make this a success or to go as I wanted to? You probably would have done like 75, 50%. Yeah, but you know, it might be that actually you could have done more. And then it's a lesson for next time and you can be grateful for the lessons that you've learned of what to change or do differently next time. Or it might be that you did put in as much effort as you can and actually the result was out of your control. But either way, recognising that it's not actually other people that you're angry at, even if that's what your brain and body and chest is telling you. Um, for instance, one experience in my life, you know, I, I'm, I'm not perfect at these things. It's a habit and sometimes that habit can slip or tensions can be high. If you're feeling anxious, it can be easy to slip into other feelings. So on the day of the Sheffield Hallam event, it was actually my partner's birthday and a big birthday for him. And they had asked if I could come in and it was a great experience, great opportunity. And we were, we thought, well, we can have, spend the day in Sheffield. Anyway, a lot of my birthday plans for him had got cancelled, which, you know, I wasn't too disappointed by because I didn't have expectations for anything. Um, but with this particular case uh, in the car driving there, he seemed a little quiet and... I felt myself feeling a little frustrated or annoyed. Like, I'm supposed to be, you know, before a gig, I want to be in the best mood possible. I want to be feeling as positive, as high on energy as I can, because how I am passes on to other people and it creates the atmosphere and really gives passion and enthusiasm to what I'm saying. And yes, I am pretty much in a good mood the majority of the time, um... You know, there's no fakeness in my in, in the enthusiasm that I share with you and the stories are as are as, you know, real as they they are in my life. Um but I felt myself getting frustrated and I felt myself wanting to blame him for sinking my mood down a little bit and for not, you know, helping to almost pre prepare me for what I was going into. And then we had a little chat and I realised that yes, he had been a little quieter or, or whatever. Um, he was driving and he tends to be quieter when he drives anyway. Um, but even though I knew that, I had associated his quietness and, and a couple of other things to the fact that actually I, I was convincing myself that he was upset that I had organised this event on his birthday. And so what I was really feeling was a little bit of probably anxiousness and maybe a little bit of guilt and worry because I'd, I'd said yes to this thing on his birthday and inside I knew that he didn't, he didn't care, you know, he was more than happy for this. It created structure to the day, it put us in Sheffield and gave us an opportunity of loads of things to do. But because of this limiting belief in my mind that was literally a thought, it wasn't a fact, it was just something that I'd created in my mind, an illusion I'd created, I felt myself getting upset a little bit, you know, no tears or anything, but my attitude became a little colder and, and I wasn't as positive. And that's because of an expectation, an expectation of someone else's behaviour. And then combined with the limiting belief that I had in my mind. And that's the thing. Your disappointment when the unexpected occurs is usually due to, due to your own limiting belief about that situation or about yourself. So 
as I say, I, uh, the unexpected happens all the time, and the feelings that you get from that un- that oh my gosh, I'm just saying unexpected and expected so many times. I'm, the words get confused in my head. <laughs> With the feelings that you get from that situation can usually be explained by just asking yourself, what am I, what's really going on here? What are the thoughts that I'm telling myself? Am I creating an illusion? If it's a situation with somebody else, here's a great tactic, great strategy. Can't claim it as my own. I did hear it from somewhere else. If you're feeling a little uncomfortable or negative emotion about a situation... A really mature way of going about it is going up to the person and saying, the story in my head is this. You explain what the story in your head is. Most people go up to that person and say, I can't believe you've done this. Why are you being like this? And go on a whole roll of blaming that person. And when we're blamed for anything, you're either, people, you're either a people pleaser and say, oh, I'm so sorry. And that doesn't is not a healthy way to approach little bits of conflict or it gets into an argument because nobody likes to be accused of anything and the person will get defensive they'll either retreat or get defensive so actually saying you know what this is the story that I'm telling myself in my head is there any truth in it or am I making it up and if I'm making it up then is there something that maybe we could talk about or you could do that would help me to change this story in my head because it's always a story in your head There are unexpectedly good things that happen, but really unexpected good or bad things aren't good or bad. They're just unexpected things. And it's something about the way that you're looking at it that decides whether you feel happy about it or sad and angry and frustrated about it. So maybe have a go. Have a go at thinking about something that didn't go as you wanted it to go recently. You know, if the organisers of of an event... It didn't go the way they wanted it to go and the person who organised it had a limiting belief that they are terrible at organising events or nobody really enjoys these activities or wants to come. Then they're going to really feel that negative side of the unexpected. And the story that they're telling themselves is to do with their own self-limitations, their own self-beliefs. So what's something recent for you? If this person was really confident and, or in their own abilities and they knew that they'd done everything they could, then it wouldn't faze them that no one had turned up. They might be sitting there thinking, OK, how could we have done this better? How can we change this? How can we get people here? They wouldn't let it impact their own self-esteem. They wouldn't let it affect their day. We have expectations on other people's behaviours, not realising that maybe they're tired today and so they might be snappier, but yet we take it personally. Yeah, it's not right for, it's not nice for somebody to treat you unkindly, but the reason we react to it so strongly is because we have these expectations that can't always be fulfilled or just aren't fulfilled the way we hope them, hope that they would. So try and work through that experience that you can think of. When was a time recently where something unexpected occurred? What was your response to it? And then think, okay, that was my response to it. What then was the story I was telling myself in my head? What was the story? What was going on 
mentally for me, that led to that response, that reaction. Doing this will help you to understand where your, where your areas that you need to work on are. Now I say, throw me a curveball once every three months and it will help me see where my mind is, <laughs> where, where my mindset is, depending on how I handle it. And I just want to remind you, things aren't going, the way, going to go the way that you expected. The unexpected is, the only thing that is guaranteed is that nothing's guaranteed. So have a little, little bit of a shake every morning. Shake your body out. Shake it out as a reminder that we've got to loosen up. Because if we don't, then we're just going to be perpetually annoyed and frustrated. Led by what goes on around us. When really, we want to choose to be led by what goes on inside of us. In that six inches between your two ears. That marvellous, amazing, incredible thing called your brain. So that is all from me. I'm going to go and get snuggly in my premier in bed. <laughs> Get a good night's sleep so I can be full of energy for tomorrow. Thank you for taking the time out of what I'm sure is a very busy day for you to listen to something that could just really make a difference in your life if you apply it. And all that's left to say is I appreciate you.